All right, welcome back to another episode of A Dad News PC. Thank you, everybody, for joining us this week. And be sure to subscribe, leave a review, unsubscribe, leave, resubscribe, leave another review, uh, whatever it is, uh, wherever it is that you found this show. Um, try to like, subscribe, follow our content on other platforms like on Twitter with a dad and his PC pod for uh, those of you looking for the show's page or my personal page, Professor Scruffy Pants, P-R-O-F. Scruffy, S-C-R-U-F-F-Y-P-N-T-S on Twitter for any kind of updates on what I'm doing both with the show and in life. Now, last week we talked about some new titles coming out, specifically uh, the Spider-Man remastered title that just got released, which I've been patiently waiting for, had been patiently waiting for, and have now gotten time to actually play. So I kind of want to talk about my hands-on time with the game this week. I'll also spent a good chunk of the show last week talking about No Man's Sky, one of my favorite games to play. And with its most recent update, Endurance, the 20th free DLC, an update from the developers, kind of did a re-review of the game as it exists now, both from looking at it from where it started uh, in 2016 to kind of where it is now. So if you missed that show and you kind of want to go listen, be sure to go back to episode one and give that a try. Now, as far as today's show goes, um, of course, we're going to talk about my hands-on time with Spider-Man and how I'm probably going to tunnel all of my free time into playing that. Uh, it, In the short time that I have had with it, and roughly six to seven hours, it's been everything I've, I've looked for and more, but I do have some interesting little tidbits that I've, I've noticed as I'm playing on PC as opposed to those of y'all that got to play it on console. Uh, Madden also comes out this week and a good chunk of today's show is going to be spent talking about the current state of sports games and my general issues with them and we will be looking at it mostly from the prism of MLB the show but I will kind of also bring up Madden as well as the two most popular of the games Um, I've never had a lot of time playing 2K nothing against it I've just never found basketball games all that fun and so I don't really have any perspective on those so I can't speak to it but I do know the 2k series is incredibly healthy and doing incredibly well and doesn't have anywhere near the issues or the complaints or the problems that MLB the show and Madden do and I will also be bringing what little personal experience I have with baseball for MLB the show as well so again today's show we're going to be talking about my hands-on time with Spider-Man as well as uh, sports games in general as we get ready for Madden's most recent release. Okay, so Spider-Man Remastered. Been playing it, got about eight hours in so far into my experience with the game. To say that it is beautiful would be an understatement. The game is everything and and anything that I've heard already, both positive and negative, but it is absolutely gorgeous, runs great, and is phenomenal. So for the last weekend and into this week, probably for the next month and change, I'm going to be playing that from main game from start to finish. I'm going to go into the DLCs, all of that stuff. But as I've played, the obvious comparison is there, and that's Arkham City. And there is a ton to do in this world. My immediate takeaways are that this is a completionist's dream. People that love to do every little tiny side quest. This is your 
a happy place because in the small island of Manhattan, there are a million things to find. Just looking at the potential uh, stuff to capture per borough, per little designated area that they give you, right? Uh, just like in, in an Assassin's Creed, how they break down each each city, just like they would in, in Arkham where they broke it down each little section. Uh, they did this again. They did this in The Division where there's each little neighborhood that uh, you govern or you patrol. There are, from what I could see, nearly 20 things to collect in some way or some form, whether it's through crimes or discovering items or finding unique places. There's a ton to do in each little section. And there are, I believe, six to eight sections worth of stuff, including trying to swing through Central Park, which is always a blast. Um, the combat is fairly smooth. I haven't had too many issues with it, uh, even as, as you know, this is a, P a console port. So there are always minor issues that come with the uh, the, the computer sensitivity, I guess the, the, the controller sensitivity, but it's been pretty smooth so far. Uh, the story is a unique take. I'm pretty sure this is not standard universe. This is going to be its own little standalone Spider-Man story. So that's always fun. All the main characters there, you see the Sinister Six, you see Kingpin right away. Uh, you see, uh, the negative man, you see all the different characters that are you're expecting in a Spider-Man game, and you get to explore this entire city. It's from the jump. I think that's also one of the better parts about this is that I don't have to wait to unlock sections of the city. Like in the in the division, there are level barriers that get in your way. So if you're not level 15 and you are, let's say, level five, when you try to go into that area for people level 15 or higher, you're gonna die and you're gonna die very quickly. The game doesn't scale with you it scales it, it already has its scale so you know when and where you can access areas whereas in this one i can go wherever i want whenever i want from what i can see so far maybe there are places that i can't and and there's that um one of the issues i did find uh was with the controller so normally i'll play games with my xbox controller uh the x an xbox one controller and for the most part it'll function on with everything because so many of the games are made for Microsoft and they're made for therefore by extension a PC like they put those things in mind so I had the same assumption here I figured I would just connect my Xbox controller and be able to play as if there was no difference but there was there were some sensitivity issues that occurred with the Xbox things were not moving uh, as quickly or seamlessly as I would have thought they would but the second I put a PlayStation or a Sony controller into it and uh, the game immediately got more responsive. With the Xbox controller, it was much more difficult to uh, web swing and to utilize some of my abilities. Combat would be a little slow um, and the transition among, uh, from move to move or from power to power would be a lot slower. As soon as I connected the Sony controller to my PC, everything was immediate. There was a, an immediate feedback and immediate response to every action that I made, which was huge because this is a game where you are like, just like in Arkham, you're trying to string together combos. You're trying to build up finishing moves. You're trying to build up special abilities that all require you to be the most efficient crime fighter possible. You can't have moments of slowdown. Like there was a, there was a 
thug mission, a, a, a basically you you get these crime tokens to upgrade your your suit, and I'll get to that in a second. For those of you that don't know, and it requires you to capture the criminals. You break up this this break in. They haven't broken into the area yet, but um, because you break it up, they try to get away. And because with the Xbox controller, the controls weren't as responsive, people got away, and so you fail the mission. And whereas that exact same moment happened with the PlayStation controller and it was instantaneous, all those quick responses that I needed at the time to be able to use my abilities, I could then do it. And that's been the biggest thing that I've noticed. I've never had to switch out my PS4 controller in for an, an Xbox One. Uh, never had to do that before. And this was the first time I've ever played a game. And it, it stands to reason it, it's a Sony property and they probably do have some kind of there's probably something in the code that means that a Sony controller will be slightly better than the Xbox one. Um, talking about all the different things to do, what I've, I've found with the, um, the, the getting the suits, things aren't just given to you, all the powers. You have to earn them by completing these tasks. That's the other side of, of this whole doing things, right? So finding these monuments, these special places in, in the city, that are either real or fictionalized through the Marvel Universe, uh, defeating these thugs or, or these little minor crimes and, and or saving citizens get you a special type of token. Uh, there are the Harry Osborn side missions where he has these science facilities that you need to uh, have these little mini missions and then you, get, you do them well, you do what they ask you with the little special qualifications and you get even more points. So... There are all these things to do, and the whole point of collecting all this stuff is so that you can uh, put it towards the gadgets that you get. Better web shooters, uh, more efficient web shooters, you get more ammo for web shooters, you have the impact webbing, you have the spider drones, and, and all the different gadgets that Spider-Man gets. You combine that with uh, all the different suits that also come with power. So with the suits, it's not just a cosmetic thing. You're not just unlocking suits for the sake of having suits. You are unlocking these amazing looking suits that each come with their own power. So for example, uh, the uh, Spider-Man Noir suit allows you to be undetectable when sneaking around. So they don't just alert the enemy right away. And so whenever you do sneak attacks or you're trying to break into a building, right? Um, some of the attacks provide more defense or more offense against certain things, but they have these special abilities that you, you activate through the, uh, pushing in both of the sticks, both of the directional sticks on your controller and the abilities you unlock them by unlocking the suit. So every time you have these new suits, you can wear whatever suit you want now cosmetically that you've unlocked, but you also get these powers, right? So the power that works best for your play style. So right now I have the, uh, the uh, it's, I forget what it's called, but it's a web explosion. Basically Spider-Man jumps into the air and launches webbing in every single possible direction. And it is a great crowd clear. It slows enemies down, especially when you have brutes or people that, that aren't easily taken down with, with standard attacks. The uh, game, this power move, it slows them down. If they're anywhere near walls, it'll just immediately web them up against the wall. So then they're incapacitated. You don't have to even worry about fighting them. And it's a useful tool. So I agree. there's that. There are also all these upgrades for the suit. So maybe you take less melee damage. Maybe you take less uh, uh, range damage. Maybe you have stronger attacks. Maybe you gain more focus, which leads to more finishing moves. Maybe you gain all of these different things. And so all of that requires turning in these tokens that you unlock. So do you take pictures of the of the 
um, touristy sites and the, and the unique landmarks of the city as you're swinging around the, the town. Because remember, Peter Parker is a photographer. And so um, besides being a scientist and a superhero, he was a photographer for the Daily Bugle. So he, he go, you go around, you take pictures of landmarks. That gets you those landmark tokens. You have the Harry Osborne tokens, the crime tokens. You have, uh, right now, I believe there are six in total, maybe seven. I can't remember off the top of my head, which you would think I would, I would, but uh, there's one that I can't get yet because I'm not far enough into the game. But all of these things allow you to unlock all of this stuff so that you can become the ultimate superhero. Because I think that's the biggest thing about games like this, right? And it's what makes the Arkham games so successful. It's not just that they're beautiful. It's not just that the combat is smooth. It's not just that the, the game is fun, okay? It's that when you play as a superhero, you want to be a superhero. There needs to be no point where you're not immediately the most powerful person on the screen. The only person that should be your equal is a supervillain. So none of the thugs, none of the grunt enemies, regardless of how many cool tricks and things that they have, should ever be a problem for you. And that's what this game does incredibly well. I'd even say a little bit better than the Arkham series is that you immediately are Spider-Man and you are an experienced Spider-Man and you are... Uh, you have access to all this stuff as you level up. As, as you level up your character, things just unlock. There aren't a lot of special fancy gatekeepers to getting certain things. You're just given to them. You know, you just have access to them. You just have to level up a little bit. And then it just costs minor tokens that are easy to get. They are an abundant resource. And you can upgrade them as much as you want. And you focus on your specific playstyle. Like I said, I'm a... I'm more of a crowd person who wants crowd control. So a lot, I put a ton of stuff into my impact webbing and into my general web shooters so that I can incapacitate people, slow people down, and just go from finishing move to finishing move, knocking people into the air and doing a lot of juggling so that these characters are knocked out, my focus meter gets big, and I'm immediately going from finishing move to finishing move to finishing move. Um so that's one of the biggest successes of this game. One of the, I'm immediately the superhero I need to be. I'm not trying to pretend to be anything else. And that's what's been so much fun with this game as opposed to uh, other games in the genre. So when I say it's like Arkham City, I don't mean in like they copied it. It's just that you get that feel. You are Spider-Man in, in every way, shape, and form. Just like in Arkham, uh, you are Batman in every way, shape, and form. And that's amazing. Again, I can't say this enough. The game is beautiful. It's The combat is smooth. The minor stuff that I found was really just about switching controllers. There have been... Uh, it's been weird trying to kind of get used to the, the physics of it because, again, you're a character that can, can walk on walls, sprint on, on surfaces, and then jump off it to then swing. So a lot of the stuff that you expect in this game. Oh, I should be bouncing off of this building if you were playing any other game. But in this one, it's, oh, his feet just connect to the wall of this building and now he's sprinting on the building. I didn't anticipate that. So there are little control things you kind of have to get ready for. But other than that, there are almost no issues with this port from console to PC. I've, I played a few little bit on console um, with some friends and... There is zero difference between what I played on that PS4 back in the day to what I'm playing now on PC. It is a perfect transition. It is a perfect port, and it has been uh, the most fun I've had playing video games. And I'm talking about fun. I'm not talking about killing time or hobby or any of that stuff. I'm talking about 
straight up, I feel like a 14-year-old kid again has been playing Spider-Man Remastered. I haven't been this happy playing a game in a long time. With that being said, I'm now going to have to be negative. There goes all the positivity I have left in the day. I'm going to talk about Madden and kind of the state of sports games, which is a problem for me. I used to love sports games. Now I don't even think about purchasing them. It's not even a question of, uh, will this be the year that I come? No, no. They are all, to me, not fun anymore. And I feel bad for people that this is the only kind of stuff that they play. Because in my opinion, all it's done is gotten downhill since about 2007. So I thought I'd end today's show with kind of a pet peeve or a pet project, pet gripe of mine. Everybody in gaming has that one thing or that one game that drives them nuts. And for me, it's kind of what's happened with sports games as far as the you know our main titles. So your your Madden, your MLB, the show. Uh, I can't really rag on 2K because even with its glitches, it's still probably the best of the three as far as overall gameplay and consistency. But um, Madden and MLB The Show continue to be maddening to me. Uh, the decline of, of Madden as a quality title as opposed to the only title available for uh, football fans and people that want to play football games um, really began around 2007. In 2004, the NFL and the Madden EA game signed this exclusive rights deal, which squeezed out their only competitor to any kind of, of quality check or any kind of desire to maintain the best game on the market in 2K, in the 2K NFL series. The 2K NFL series had a, a ton of new innovations. It was a lot of fun. It was a great game. Madden was still the better game, but the 2K game provided someone who wanted a different experience, an awesome game. The problem is, once EA signed that exclusive rights deal, the Madden game had no competition, no legitimate competition, if we're being honest. The only competition they had was whether or not you wanted Madden or the NCAA franchise, uh, and you wanted to play the college football game instead of the professional football game. But the last good Madden was 2007, and that is 15 years ago. Since then, it's been a just a prettier version, updated graphics version of the same terrible game since about 2010, 2011. And uh, there are times where I believe the last Madden game I bought was 2012, so that's a solid 10 years ago. And I understand that if you're hearing me complain about this or gripe, you know how would I know I haven't played the most recent ones? What took me off of Madden is that you could run the same play over and over and over again, which with a team that, for example, at the time the Packers, you're, you're not a run-first team. This is a West Coast passing offense, and I am running halfback draw for the entire game and just marching down the field because there was a glitch in the play, and it couldn't be defended. With, if you did certain things, you could just constantly run halfback draw and win the game. And nothing has really changed from that, meaning the quality that is necessary that comes through this competition with a rival franchise that's selling nearly as many copies as you is gone. And so it is just, what other football game are you going to play? And they know it. And so they continue to make this glitchy, terrible 
horrible football sim. But unfortunately, if you want to play a football game, you have nothing left to do and nothing else to choose. And that's the brutal part. Um, MLB The Show is in that same realm. See, MVP Baseball was the best baseball sim that existed. It's the it's the best baseball game possibly ever. And um, the 2K series was phenomenal. I enjoyed playing uh, the 2K series for a while over MLB The Show. I, think, I remember getting very frustrated with the show in the 06 and 07, 08. Um, the 08 game, I'm fairly certain I bought it and turned it back in within... A month or two so that I could play or purchase the 2k series or the 2k game the last 2k game I remember playing was the one with Jose Reyes on the cover and it was the most fun I've had playing simulation baseball since MVP 2005 the last MLB the show game I purchased was the 2019 edition with Bryce Harper on the cover you know the biggest problem I have with this game is that this is supposed to be a simulation of the best athletes in this sport, right? It's MLB The Show. You are supposed to be dealing with professional major league pitchers when you do a an actual franchise mode or you do a, a fantasy draft and you draft your own team for your, or you draft a new team for your favorite franchise, right? I'm not talking about playing Road to the Show or something where you are a minor league pitcher and you're trying to become this all-star. No, this is, you have, uh, you know, Shoei Otane, you have... Justin Verlander, you have these amazing pitchers, right? And the thing about a major league pitcher is that major league pitchers, like an NFL quarterback, can put the ball where they want, whenever they want it. This isn't something that is foreign to them. But the system that MLB The Show has used, whether it's the um, the, the, the analog stick system where it's a timing thing or if it's the old meter system, whatever it is, repeatedly time after time after time, even with the more recent titles, you throw a perfect pitch and the ball doesn't go where it's supposed to go. You know, you could say that I'm, I need this ball, a fastball low and away. I throw a perfect pitch and the ball goes up and away or down through the middle. And that's not the whole point. These are professional athletes. And so if they throw a perfect pitch, it should go exactly where it's supposed to go. And that's probably one of my biggest issues is that, that, MVP Baseball provided the perfect uh, method and the perfect system for how to have pitching and how to have hitting. It was phenomenal. And what the uh, companies have decided to do, or what MLB The Show has done, because after 2013 there was no 2K game to challenge it, the they've decided to just, again, like Madden, make a prettier version of the same terrible game. So around 2015, uh, they no longer had um, 2K to worry about, and so you are making just the same game over and over with a broken pitching system, with a uh, hitting system that is inconsistent. There will be times where I make perfect contact and the ball goes nowhere, or um, perfect contact, I, I guess, not only that, but I guess the pitch correctly, and it's a weak ground ball to second base. It makes no sense on so many different levels. There are The game is fundamentally broken. But if you want to play an MLB, if you want to play a Major League Baseball sim, you have no choice. This is it. And I, as a fan of sports games, well, a former fan of sports games, 
that's incredibly frustrating. I can't imagine being someone that loves to play video games like I do. But the only thing that you play are sports games and you don't know any better. There are kids that have grown up and this is all that they know. And these are the only options they've ever had. And it's it's sad because there were better things available back when there was actual competition in these uh with these franchises, there were much better games. They had to make a better game because you had to beat someone else. Just like in athletic competition, you had to win your sales. And as Madden comes out and all I see on TikTok and all I see on Twitter is just all of these insanely dumb glitches and, and exploits that the players are taking advantage of. You, you realize that, they have no incentive to fix it, that they don't care. They are taking these PR hits as as a, you know, they their game just breaks in front of people and they're just putting it on the internet constantly. And it's every year for the last five years especially, you just see these broken games. If they wanted to fix it, they could. This is This is electronic arts. They have more than enough money to make the perfect sports sim and they don't want to. Because they know at the end of the day, you have no other option. So what are you going to do about it? And in this case, it's absolutely nothing. It's just a dad and his PC griping on the internet right now to an audience of nobody. That's the frustrating thing. There are excellent sports sims. Uh, Pez for soccer, FIFA. Uh, like I said, NBA 2K is arguably the best uh, big four sports sim out there. The NHL games are hit and miss. Some years are great, but some years are terrible. But they're they're at least when they're awesome, they're some of the best in the world. When they're terrible, yeah, they're they're god awful. But at least you kind of know what you're getting into with that roller coaster. There is nothing else for uh, Major League Baseball fans. There is nothing else for NFL fans. Yes, we're getting a new college football game, but it's now going to be run by the same people that run Madden. And if it's not the people who used to run the NCAA games, what's the point? Because we've seen what they've done with the Madden franchise, and it's absolutely nothing. It is all people have, and they know it, and so they don't care about making a great game. They're just making a game that looks prettier. All right, now with that being said, uh, that brings this episode and this show to a close. Uh, kind of hope you enjoyed the little roller coaster we went on with all the, the positive and the gushing for Spider-Man and the amount of time that I am slowly losing in my short life to that game and I've never been happier as well as all the anger and vitriol that comes with being a former sports video game fan who now hasn't played one in years and won't probably will never go back to one and it's frustrating but that's kind of the, the state of the market now. The games just aren't good. They aren't quality representations of the product that they are supposed to be representing. And that's the frustrating part. Now next week I know I want to talk about Total War Warhammer 3. As well as, as the Immortal Empires uh, release. The, the beta that has now been released to all of the players. And kind of... Go over my gameplay and my my time, my hands-on time with that. I am a strategy game junkie. I love the Total War series. It is the series that has probably taken the most hours of my uh, fatherhood and dad time as far as um, games that that I can't seem to put down. If I if I get into a good game or a good match 
or good round with it, I can't stop. It's one of the hardest things I've ever had to do um, ever since you know, Civilization V. It's, it is a complete and total time suck, but in the best way possible. So uh, I've, I haven't played just because of that. I've been trying to focus with Spider-Man, but uh, for next week, I'm going to get a few hours in of, of gameplay and kind of get get how I'm enjoying it or whether I am or I'm not enjoying it. So uh, there's that. We'll go over some. A new month is coming. We're getting into September, so we'll look at some releases that are coming out, some things that I might be excited about and, and going to purchase and, and uh, play soon. So uh, we'll go over that, and hopefully I will get a response on some of those interview requests that I've sent out, and I'm kind of excited and hope that they're willing to come on the show and we can have an interview and you can hear somebody else's voice for once. And if not, then I'll figure something else out because again, uh, when you get done with this show, I I hope you like and subscribe, but if you don't, that's okay. I'm not your parents. I'm just a dad and his PC. 